Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Chris Bratt and today I'm joined by Mr. Steve Burns. Hi. Brett Phipps from Sportry.com. Hello. And as always, in that corner, looking funly in my direction, it's David Scammell. Hey, baby. Oh, wow. Brattas, why are you hosting today? Uh, well, Matt and Simon have both decided they just didn't fancy doing the, the podcast or work today. You just can't get the stuff. You know what, you know what they're like. Mm. Christmas. Christmas is coming. Yeah, exactly. they, they, they actually, they're actually having a Christmas dinner around the corner. They're is it me or does everyone feel a bit jet-lagged? Jet-lagged? Yeah, I feel a bit out of it. Like it's Christmas. Country? It's Christmas. No, I haven't oh, been you, anywhere. Oh, no, you know, you're doing the classic of trying to start your Christmas holidays too early. Yeah, it's mm. the end of term. Let's just piss about, like what you said. Let's watch VHS and get it over with. What's, what's a VHS? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we are actually um, leaving for Christmas for two weeks on Friday, so mm. there won't be a podcast. There might be one at the end of the week, hopefully. Don't know yet. Um, Just follow our Twitter feeds for all the nonsense. Yeah, for all the nonsense. Mm, th- we um, would like to do a podcast that's sort of like end of year wrap yeah. up, looking Ho- ahead to next year. Hopefully on Friday, year. if uh, if all goes to plan. Yeah, which would be very nice indeed. But until then, has anyone been playing any of those cursed video games those this week? It's games. the question that always must be answered. Uh, can I turn that question on to you? What have you been playing this week? Bro? I've actually been playing something really cool. Um, have you been playing Papers Please? I have not been... Oh, actually, I did play that last week. Um, oh, you did? But no, I, you know what I did play? Mm-hmm. Just Cause 2, that game that was released four years ago, uh, which is still very, very, very good. I really like Just Cause 2. And Me you know, too. You, then you might want to go back to it and check out, because uh, this week they released... Well, uh, the, um, a group of very dedicated modders released a multiplayer mod for it, and it's bloody exceptional. Finally. Yeah, they've been testing it for something like... Uh, 18 months Just maybe 25 years it's pretty cool like some AAA games don't get that kind of testing before multiplayer uh, <laughs> launch it so it's pretty freaking cool to see I haven't tried it yet but I have watched a little bit of you playing it yeah we, we did like a little highlights video yeah um, it's just games like that like they are a lot of fun, but it's mm-hmm. one of those things. I get the impression it's amazing fun for an hour, yeah. And then the lack of structure, you're like, well, yeah. To be honest, it, there's a lot of comparisons to be made with GTA Online, which I think I played more than most here. That you played quite a bit of it, didn't you? But uh, I tried to, but well, I didn't get into it. Sam and I tried to with the live stream each week, um, and it was really fun. It was absolute chaos because people would always join in, and we'd have like we'd just be walking across the street, and like there'd be twenty helicopters exploding in the background, and it looked ace, but that lack of structure did kill it in the end. Um, it, it's, it's, it should be the most fun thing you can do in a video game, running around GTA or running around Just Cause 2 and doing whatever you want. I mean, it is, but eventually you just go, and what do we do now? Can you get a bunch of people together, right? And you okay. have about five people, five or six people, mm-hmm. driving in cars. Yes, you can do this. One person right. in a massive plane. Yep, you can do that. And then you attach all the cars to the wings of the plane yes. and take off. And okay, that, that is pretty much what just what the multiplayer has become. Um, the, Wonderful. The combat in it is, is all right, but the server doesn't really keep up. What people seem to enjoy doing the most is... Did you guys play Just Cause 2? Loads. The, the best Not thing about it was um, the way you travelled around the map. You had a grappling hook and... A winch. Hook, yes, Dave. And a, a what? And a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best combination it should be in every video game ever mm. it made travelling around the map really really fun but you could also use this what was it called? you had like a winch and a yeah. grappling hook yeah that's so right you could attach people to gas canisters and shoot the canister and then they would fly off or, or like attach it. someone to a lamppost and they'd be dangling in mm. the air but you could also attach vehicles together mm. and that has transferred over into this multiplayer mod so you can get a bunch of people lined up 
have grappling hooks attached to every single uh, car, so they're all attached. And then they've, the ingenious decision to add this ridiculous, um, if you press shift on the keyboard, it does like a super boost. And the server just freaks out. If, you, if you've got a, a few cars attached to each other and someone presses that, everything just goes to hell. Yeah. And it, I'm surprised it manages to... I'm pretty sure it just guesses what happens. I don't think the server really knows what's going on anymore. It just, it's just like, yeah, and then, and then all the cars exploded and everyone fell out into a river. Yeah, sure. It sounds like a, like a super explosive sandbox. It is. That is quite good fun. Mm-hmm. But how long will it last? You know, oh, yeah. that's my so. And and that's yeah, that's but then it's free, right? It, yeah, and it, the game is like one pound fifty or something at the moment. Yeah, they've actually. I I've never seen this before with uh, a mod. There's been a very direct link. They basically uh, had like a Steam sale as the mod was launched on Steam as well. Um, and so they've obviously been working with Avalanche to some degree. Mm. And uh, yeah, so there's been loads of people playing it, and you can have like nine hundred people, a thousand people on a server, on one server, and it's. It is. It's, just, it's exactly like you say. There isn't much structure to it, and you will play it for an hour and then probably wonder off to do something else. But the hour is fantastic. And I just love that it exists because it's a four-year-old game that no one's been working on except for these modders who think, <laughs> you know what, Just Cause 2 needs multiplayer. So they did it. I'll be intrigued to see how it affects future Just Cause games because there's clearly going to be a Just Cause 3. Like, there's rumours mm. constantly. Um, and I, if, in a, if Avalanche can't do as good a job as the modders... <laughs> appear to have done then they, sh- then they should hire the modders probably yeah. and you know what that that is often the way of it isn't it? i mean there was the recent example with the guy who made uh oh what's it called the skyrim mod begins with f uh, i know what you mean anyway that, that guy got hired by bungie in the end because he'd done such a, a great job within a bethesda game and it, it's that that that's off that does seem to be a, a very a, a viable way of entering the industry in some respects um Oh well, yeah, that is the way to get in any in any way. You build like your portfolio. Able, That's how you get into games journalism. Really. Imagine being able to go to a job interview and say, "And yeah, we uh, we put multiplayer into Just Cause 2. Yeah. it was just something we fancied doing, so we spent eighteen months doing it. Mm, Rigorous right. testing, scheduled events, and it's bloody ace. Uh, so yeah, if you want to check that out, Just Cause Two is well worth two pounds anyway. Mm. But the fact that it's got this uh, fun multiplayer community makes it even better mm, mm. so there we wonderful. are also, wonderful also if the guy who did the Randy Savage mod in Skyrim is out there could he please put Randy Savage in every game yeah as ju- well? just cause 2 probably yeah. could do with it yeah just make um, him yeah because you could elbow drop from the top of planes and take out all oh. the destructible scenery oh, oh man yeah. that would be perfect yeah. fuck's sake avalanche why aren't you thinking about anything these days too much Mad Max rubbish no one wants, yeah. no one wants a Mad Max game it- Cut to the future when a Mad Max is actually really good. I said all along that I couldn't yeah. win this game. I used to love flying in about 20,000 feet, jumping out, plunging to the ground, and then about five feet off the ground, pulling out my grappling hook and firing yeah. oh, to the well, ground and surviving. On, yeah, that, that's wonderful. You feel like such a pro when you do it, but every so often you just get the angle slightly wrong and it, it's really embarrassing. Uh, well, actually, one thing I do want to mention uh, before we go on, you know, the Mile High Club, there's like a giant, a giant <laughs> blimp. Flo- uh, I do know it's precious. <laughs> floating around Just Cause 2, right? With, uh, it's like there's a party on it. Mm-hmm. Last night we managed to, we did a little live stream and had people from the multiplayer. I managed to just put, just spawn like a ridiculous number of boats on top of it, grapple them all together, and then you can just press the stupid boost button and everything went to chaos. <laughs> And just imagine it that situation. Amazing. We're in a blimp. Yeah. We're using boats out of water to cause nonsense. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's very very fun. It's the same thing with all of these um, online games where it's pure chaos. As long as everyone on the server is in sync, mm. then it can be great fun. Yeah, but when everyone's trying to do their own thing, 
Swaggrounds, I thought it fell down for me was you're trying to get from A to B, but everyone's trying to disrupt what you're doing. Well, it's just not fun anymore. The problem happens. I had with GTA Online, and I discussed this a bit with you off the air. We do talk off we the podcast. We do talk outside of this room. It's was the, the thing with GTA difficult. Online is that it seemed to be sold as something that actually isn't. It mm. seems to be the open world element of it is just a hub in which players can go from different multiplayer modes. And do you know what it's become, which is really, really depressing? For a lot of people, that massive online world is a hub for deathmatches. That's where they wait for the next deathmatch to happen. You're playing it wrong. And it's so... Sorry, I just wanted to annoy you. I I played it in... um, I played GTA Online in private games Mm. with my friends. Oh, yeah, of course you can do that, can't you? So we play in a private game, and there's like a whole mission progression. You start as like a drug runner. And we didn't do any of the deathmatch, any of the races. Just every now and then you'll get a phone call. And as you complete the jobs, those phone calls increase the frequency. And you get onto some actual proper GTA. But uh, you're right about playing it in in public games, because it's just like, I bought the... You know, you got the stimulus package. I bought the most expensive, like, apartment. And uh, when I got there, someone was waiting for me. Oh, man. Like, oh. So I just went into private mode. And he was like, oh. yeah. like fuck off, the, mate. Get out. I, Get out. It just I, seems I, like I, the I, ultimate grief game rather than something that's actually yeah. quite the oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, I do kind of feel like I was actually playing it a little bit wrong because we did it on the, we mainly used it for the live streams and it was an entirely different thing and we were very lucky to have that experience because it was just all these people centered around one idea, whatever we were trying to accomplish and it, it was very, very fun. But... We never saw that side of the game. Mm. We Everything we did was focused around the idea of, all right, we've got like 16 people here. How can we all do something together? Mm. And the answer was a death match or a race. And so it kind of, though, that, that's the least fun part of GTA Online. Yeah, that's not, that's not, not how bad. they sold it. They're not bad. Oh, they're okay. But I mean, there are better races and better oh, yeah. shooters out there. Get four, get four or eight people if you can and play it in uh, private games with no other players and you've just got you, the world, and the mission's great. Yeah, I was kind of expecting this almost like persistent online world where people could just go off and do different game mm. types if they want. But really, the focus is on those game types. I, I mean, there's still changes coming. When, have they said when the heists are likely to no. make their appearance? They've teased some big stuff for next year, mm. but they don't really Do you think they, they're regretting GTA Online in some respects? The fact that I don't think they're regretting it. I think they on. needed to do it. Um, I think it would be a mistake if they don't roll it out onto next gen. Because, mm. Mm. well, <laughs> not just a mistake, but I think Take Two's investors will go absolutely ballistic yeah. if they don't roll it on next gen. So I think the next gen version is guaranteed. And to do that, they need something to bring players over because there will be players invested in GTA Online, and there'll be people that are oh, done yeah. that are kind of done with GTA 5's story mode. And so if they've got that to it, and that's another incentive for people to jump over to next gen, then I, ju- I just feel like they. I don't think they've necessarily um, matched their idea for it. I, I'm sure they went into GTA Online with this with an idea of a persistent world, almost like what you've just described there, what the kind of trailers initially showed, and they haven't quite managed to recreate yeah, that yet. I, I don't buy this talk when they go, oh, GTA Five is essentially two games in one. Well, no, that's bullshit. It feels, it's not. It's just GTA Five with a multiplayer add-on. Like, it doesn't feel drastically different to the multiplayer on GTA, GTA 4, 4, from, from no. my experience. Uh, it's It has got a better infrastructure around it, but... This, the same problems are still there for it's me. It's got no cops and crooks mode, which is a shocking, yeah, shocking a crime mission. in itself. DLC, mate. That Damn. made me so angry. You've made me angry now. That's <laughs> <Imagine laughs> if it is. It's like when uh, Ubisoft dropped Spies vs. Mercs for, what's it, Splinter Cell Conviction? Mm. What are they doing? Most popular mode they've ever made. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. They wanted to tell a story, man. I actually story. really like Conviction's co-op game though oh that's good i like it really I played that a lot I, I think it was one of the best parts of Splinter Cell. it was the insta failures that 
get to me oh, in all yeah. those games. Yeah. It's just they like, will. oh, you got spotted, go back to the beginning. Oh, nah, can't be bothered with that. I got shoot Not very good spy, Dave, that's the problem. Well, I'm a professional spy. Yeah. Well, don't get spotted instantly. Anyway, have we, uh, have we been playing anything else other than uh, just cause two multiplayer, which everyone should go and play? No, uh, but I remembered a game I played when I was a kid. <laughs> that helps. No, right, okay. There's a story behind this. Okay. So the other night, you might see me tweet it, Cliffhanger was on. I love Cliffhanger. I think Cliffhanger's fucking ace. Great it was film. in that kind of early ni- early to mid-90s period of action movies. That's the one with Sylvester Stallone yeah, hanging off a cliff, right? That's the one, right? But it was in that period where they were like, well, we can't do kind of Soviets anymore and we can't do, you know, military bases, so we have to have environmental mm. stuff. So you had like, was it Fire Down Below and On Deadly Ground mm. with Steven Seagal and all those fucking rubbish. Anyway, Cliffhanger has got John Lithgow in it as the bad guy, so adult Stewie Griffin... <laughs> the score is brilliant, if a little bit ripped from Predator. Michael Rooker, he's in it. It's great. But anyway... Can I ask a quick question? Because I must admit, I've never seen Cliffhanger. What? <gasps> Does it end on a cliffhanger? No. It what? Ends, it, ends really, it ends really abruptly. Essentially, they, they kill a man by dropping a helicopter on him. Someone makes a joke about it, and then the camera just, you know, kind of tracks out. They, they don't happy. even make a joke about cliffhangers. And there's the a great song, though. Forget every 90s and 80s film ends on a good song. Well, the score is pretty good. But yeah. anyway, when I was watching it, I was thinking, this is absolutely nothing like the piece of shit SNES version that I had when I was a kid, <laughs> right. which is one of the hardest games I've ever played and seems to consist of a shirt, Sylvester Sloan only in a shirt. Lovely. Running. Oh, away. wait, no, not lovely. As in, he's not wearing trousers. Mm. What? He's not wearing a shirt. No, as in for his upper body, Bratton. Right. Shirts are different yeah. to trousers, Bratton. Yeah. <laughs> no, Steve's... they did come across like he was wearing a shirt and no pants. Yeah, I'm just, just clarifying yeah. our right. audience. Sorry, if you've not seen the movie, there's a plot point where he is only in his shirt and that's made out to be a thing because they take his jacket as insurance. The bad guys need him to climb up something. Right, okay. So they take his jacket because <laughs> he can't survive without it. Anyway, right, got so you, in got the you. Game, they get, the game bears no relation to it apart from, you know, not wearing you've a jacket. A... And there's an avalanche every 10 seconds. And then, of course, it's a side-scrolling <laughs> beat-em-up. So you have to beat up about 1,000 people as While well. While surviving an avalanche. While surviving. It is the worst piece of shit I've ever played. And if anyone knows anyone that made it, tell me their addresses. I'm going to go around there and fucking... <laughs> and and have, have an argue, uh, well, have a an civilized argument. argument with them. I'm going to say, what I, happened, man? What was, what was their pressure? Yeah. I, I know because um, Last Action Hero came out in the same year. What's the Great thing? And that was a side Great scroll. Film. Yeah. Last Action Hero is a very under, under, yeah. underrated movie. But back then you had loads of movie tie ins, didn't they? They were always platform, always side scroll. And weren't they always ridiculously hard as well? Terminator uh, was hard, but it was really good to Which? which uh, two, Judgment Day. Where you start off with. Which just, version? Come uh, on now. Uh, Mega Drive. Didn't you use yeah, the, the version was terrible. Yeah, no, didn't you use the light gun for the Mega Drive version of Terminator? No, this is That's where you the start. Game. Yeah, no, when you, um. the, the Mega Drive version where you start off and all you've got is grenades and the first thing you do is you take out the uh, I can't remember the massive walker. That's the was, first game. Is it? Is it yeah, number one? Cause, yeah, because you run. You've got the and the. Oh Hunter yes, it Keller is. Sorry, you are John Connor. Yeah, sorry. Man, Alien Three, Alien Three, or Mega Drive. Great music. Really good, wasn't it? No relation to the. Probably. No relation to the movie. And was Plus it Super Star Wars as well? Super Star Wars. Yeah, yeah Super Star Wars. Incredibly yeah. tough also. Yeah. Aladdin too. We're not getting into the Aladdin. Mega Drive version. Mega Drive. What's, what's, what's happened here? What's happened here? We're talking about games. We're going through we Dave's remember. childhood. This, okay. is, this is our childhood, But yeah. also I played a game yesterday. I went to an event and I played it and I can't really tell you about it. Could you? I'm trying to think what, what this game what does, was. What does oh, yes, yes, okay, I do know. With. <laughs> well, mm, no, it's all, it'll all be too obvious if I say. Okay. But it's a sequel. Okay. Which narrows it down to literally everything. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. 
loads of fun. So there's a se- there's an upcoming sequel that is loads of there's fun. There's an upcoming in sequel. Fact. It's out early next year. And well, it's not hard to work out what that might be then. And it's not on next gen, and it's <laughs> really fun. Okay, that's good. That's good. I think you can work out from that. You've seen a few when, games recently, haven't you? I have. We can't talk about them. Though, well, that's always I good, believe. isn't it? That's always good for a podcast. I saw another game. That's uh, there's not a sequel. <laughs> this one um, is going to be. Guess what? Steve Burns has played this week. And that was also very good. <laughs> wow! Thank yeah. you, Steve. Thank Steve, you. coming from you, this is quite the honour. <laughs> yeah, to I know. People yeah. think I hate games, but I just don't like games that are really, really overhyped. Like say, Bioshock Infinite. I don't think you. I don't think oh, you hate games. Oh no, I gave Bioshock Infinite an eight, but I'm starting to think. I'm I think really you spot on with it. that. No, I think uh, you were. Uh, mm, I think an eight is probably fair for that. Can we but, have this argument now, or should we wait? No, nah, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. I think we need to get. You know, we need to have yeah. a gentle opening. Uh, yeah, sure. I want to so, talk about Papers, Please as well. Papers, Please. Oh, you, not you, again. You, you, you've got, you seem to have this idea that we talk about Papers, Please all the time, Every day, day we I, talk about Papers, Please. Yeah, it's been on the podcast. I've been here in a while, and I've just paid Papers, Please for yeah. the first time this week. How dare you try and lay down the judgment on what people had to talk about, <laughs> Mr. Battlefield? I bought Papers, I Please I like Battlefield. Last, I bought Papers, Please last week as well, but oh, carry on. Okay, cool. Uh, well, what did you think of it? I played about 45 minutes, and I quite like it. But, <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's one of those games that... I will only play when I'm trying to waste a little bit of time. It seems like the perfect game that I play on, on iOS. Like on I, I, see, I heard a few people say this this morning. I don't think it, it suits that at all. No. I think it, it has to be played in one to two sittings uh, yeah. fairly close together because it's, it very much depends on you remembering. You have to get into like a, a muscle memory kind of state mm. on how to quickly identify each passport because you yeah. can't go back into a later level and succeed it, it, it becomes too difficult it's a very tricky game i don't feel like i really give a shit do you know what i mean See, it's yeah. like everyone says like oh you want to look after your family and all that i'm like well i don't really care at the moment see, i have no reason to care for them see now see i had this as well because i tried playing it in the office on my lunch break and i was fading miserably i was on day four and i, I couldn't get through it. i kept getting the citation saying you got this wrong got that wrong i even got by, some... by the way that is one of the most terrifying noises yeah, that, in the game you Wait. don't know until the next person's coming yeah, in it, th- and you're waiting for it to come up and you think, oh, i can it. never quite tell when when it is how far the, the person has to get is. before it triggers but yeah. i'm always like shit i think that was right was yeah right? yeah and then you, oh god uh, please don't make that noise just as you calm down it, you had a typewriter <laughs> thing come up and you think oh no yeah but you saying about not giving a shit i feel that way but not about my family i feel that way when it comes to the people because once you get to a certain time in the day You've processed mm-hmm. so many people and you just think, well, it's my job, I've got to say. Like, there was a point in the game where two people come through and they know each other. I, I it's a husband and wife, I think, is one of the early examples. Kind of spoiler, yeah. yeah. And the husband comes through and he's all good. He just says, look, my wife's coming next. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just make sure she gets through okay. And he, he's, that's all he says. And, you co- and she comes through and she has far from enough paperwork to get through. You're at a point in the game where you've got to go through about 20 sheets yeah. in order to make sure they're okay to get through. And then... The whole time you're checking the paperwork, there's text scrolling up because sort of, the, the game's split into two screens. Really, the right hand side is the paperwork, and the left hand side is the conversation. And then she she knows she hasn't got enough. And she's yeah, so you're checking the you. stuff, and she's kind of saying, yeah. well, "Please come on." I, I, I told her to piss off. But it, but it gets to the point where you're just doing your job, and then you're sort of ignoring what she's saying, unless it's pertinent to making sure that you're I, doing your job. See, I think that's kind of wonderful though, because that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what exactly. it wants you to do. Yeah, exactly. You you are you do separate those two things, and yeah. then. Later on, you kind of... I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a fantastic game. It kind of... I don't do that. It, it's a good game. It is. It's a game about checking passports yeah, and making sure dates are right. But, but that's, that's a distraction from the actual game, I think, yeah, which is but making is, horrible decisions. There is that thing the day after where 
I, I took a, a citation deliberately because there's a woman who asks you to not let someone through because of what would happen mm-hmm. if you let him through. Yeah. And yeah, then, so that you are given chances to yeah, go to against almost, it. Almost, yeah, to deliberately fail at your job in order to save someone else. But you never, you're never going to see this person again. You don't know... Obviously, it's a game. Once they go beyond that wall, they're not a person anymore, you know. But in the realm of this game, you are making a choice to stop that thing from happening. And yeah. you don't know if that bears any... Yeah, uh, yeah, and it, 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 I don't think you'll ever... You, nothing else happens after that. It's yeah. all about that moment. And, yeah, exactly, yeah. And how you feel about it. And that, I, I think that's, that's you know... It's it's a dilemma, but I think the the real case where it shines is when you you get the power to once you detain someone. So if if their paperwork's well out of order yeah. and they're doing something clearly illegal, you can send them to prison. And you get to a stage in the game where you start getting an incentive for doing that. You'll yeah. get like five dollars. That's it. Yeah, per, Every I think it's who you detain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, that, that you need that money to feed and look after your family, which yeah. you never have enough of if you unless you're really really good at the game. Yeah, and. Um, so it becomes, you get to this stage, like about halfway through, where you just start, start detaining anyone you can. And yeah. it, it's horrible, like for the, the slightest grievance, you'll, you'll send them to prison. And it's obviously in this, this fictional state, but there's obviously, you, yeah. you wouldn't want to be in prison well, like there. The United States legal system where it's come to light that that whole thing actually happens and that a senior judge was taking kickbacks from a private prison to send people to prison. Mm-hmm. So you thought it was like somewhere in Eastern Europe, right? You thought it. Was, yeah, well, that's yeah, it, it's nah, that's the United States. That's what it said. <laughs> it, it's it, it's awesome. I don't, I, don't I, want to bring a downer into this, but this no, is well, quite no, a down conversation. It is, and yeah. I, like there are connections to be made there with the real world. Otherwise, it wouldn't be. Yeah. I wouldn't give a shit about it. Like that. That is. Part of please, 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 genius is that it makes you care, and I, we, I said this earlier is that. It makes people care about, you know, fictional characters and fictional problems. Mm. And these are the same people, and, you know, I include myself in this, I'm sure everyone's done this, where they will walk past someone who's homeless and they'll say, have you got any change? And just as a response, you'll say, no. And then yeah. you walk past and then you just head into McDonald's and you go home or whatever, and play paper speeds and feel terrible. Yeah. yeah, and you, but you're so conditioned as if to say, no. And you know that that is a lie, right? And maybe you can't even afford to give the money away, but you don't say that, you just say, no. Mm. And off you go, whereas Papers, Please has this horrible dilemma mm. where it puts yourself in and people actually care about it that is, more it than is, the terrible things. Yeah, no, it's, it's a weird thing about, about like, not just video games, but anything interactive like that where you start mm. empathising with fictional mm. yeah. beings. It's weird. It, it, but I think the fact that it achieves that is is really good. I'm, why don't you care for it? Is there a reason why you just... Care it, for the game? You, no, you said you don't, you don't really give a care shit about the, each person. Is it... Um, you just see it as... Michael a level like over there nah don't care uh, in terms of the game I, I think it's very clever in that it challenges your moral stance mm-hmm. and almost your stereotypes to a degree I think when you, you can see some dodgy guy walking up and you know you, yeah, you, you do honestly you like, as bad as it sounds you yeah. do start looking at faces and think yeah this exactly and I suspect. think that's very clever um, but I just I don't Really, there's, there's no, no incentive for me to want to care about my family other than the fact that I know that they're my family mm. and oh, they might mm. die. And but what? what yeah, because the, the family. What difference does that make to me as the player, other than my score being slightly affected? Well, I mean, your your ending changes depending on that, right? Um, okay, well, yeah. it hasn't, I, I'm not aware of that. Yeah, uh, for, but, fair enough. And I think that's, that's a very fair point because your family are literally displayed as okay. a scream and text just, on exactly. Says, you know, I've, so I've had no okay, introduction hundreds. to them. I don't know who they are. And it's not necessarily important. That I'm introduced to them or anything like that. It's just 
I care about the people that I'm letting in and out. And I do sort of, you know, that time with a husband and wife, I do, I can empathise with that situation. At the same time, I'm there being like this bastard going, no, piss off, you ain't coming in. <laughs> you but, ain't coming in. But um, when it's just literally just a name on a black screen, it's difficult to really I think, I think that's that a very fair point. I, I managed to get on board with it, um, but I, I I can see why you wouldn't, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Especially when they're causing me trouble. Like, oh, you yeah. take my money, Meg. So why are you ill? Why are you all ill and cold? I'm ill and cold. <laughs> it's like, Dave, I... I think I agree with you on the on the family front, like because you're interacting with people, mm. but you know those people have genuine problems caused by other things yeah. outside of their control. Whenever I see someone, and it's going to sound terrible in real life, whenever I see someone going, I'm so tired. My child was blah blah. I just think that was your choice. You had the child. <laughs> it's not like you didn't oh, know. Oh dear. You know, and I'm like, okay, fine. But they're like, funny. Uh, Tom Ori was in here, right? Yeah, now. I have he, told he, Tom Ori many times before and after. He's a very tired the, man. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm so tired. It's like, dude. You okay. know, if I, you know, sorry, you had it. It's your kid. I'm not. I, I don't, I'm not sure I can agree with your stance on parenthood. However, the the the, <laughs> the um, I understand what you mean because the uncle. Why has he not got a job? That's what I want to know. The uncle in Papers, Please, who I'm supporting... Maybe he can't work. Maybe well, he has maybe, reasons that mean he can Maybe work. I should have a dialogue box with him in which he explains <laughs> the reasoning for why I'm paying for his but food and medicine. that's what I mean. Like, a little bit more context yeah. to this would, I think, would yeah. help it. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's a fair point. And to be honest, I did end up just... I ended up favouring my, my uh, son, wife, and mother-in-law, and the uncle was always my last in the option. I always had that in the back of my mind. What did he do to you, Chris? I don't know. He's I'd, really upset you. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> let's, let's, let's not go into that conversation yeah. about uncles. Terrible. Um, Terrible news. But yeah, any, anyone been playing anything else? Dave, you, you, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've been playing... You're the man with all the next-gen consoles. I'll tell you what I did play, actually, quite a bit. And I'm not going to talk about it too much. It's Need for Speed, because we spoke about it last week. Oh, why do we always talk about Need for Speed? Yeah, so I don't really want to talk about it. The server issue on that, though, I know yeah. Brett wrote a piece on it. It's unbelievable how it's not dedicated servers on that game. Yeah, it's you... peer-to-peer stuff. It's just... <laughs> we mentioned this last week, and it hasn't improved at all. No, so I'm on the last race of the racer campaign, and it's this big tour of the entire map, and it takes about 15 minutes. Oh, and God. I cross the line in first... It's really hard as well. Oh, God, Cross no. the line in first place... Suddenly the whole thing goes, it crashes out and goes, oh, migrating host. And then it says, I haven't done the race. I'm like, this is, is that, So someone saw you won and left, pretty much, whoever was hosting this. Well, server. I wasn't racing with it. It was really weird. Because oh, right, okay. partway through the race, because basically the game works is that uh, even though you're online, you can do the races in single player mode, essentially. Like a and there's just Yeah, and there's thing. just other racers, other human players within the world elsewhere as well. It's a bit like Burnout Paradise type. Oh, that was separate, wasn't it, Bernard? Yeah. Anyway, um, you're basically doing your own thing while everyone else is doing it as well. Yeah. So I'm racing AI while there's other people out doing their own thing in the in the world, and then I have this Overwatch thing. Is it Overwatch the the iPad? It's like a companion app thing, yeah, and yeah. it's suddenly this guy. You're the guy. You're the guy that has that. <laughs> this guy. I don't know whether he realised I was in the final race or what I was doing, but he suddenly decided to basically shit on me. And he sent all of this stuff after me. He took all of my ammo, all of my fuel, my turbo stuff, oh, yeah. and all that. That's something that can happen. Yeah, and I crossed the line. I still won it. And then the game just crashed out. And I'm thinking, what? He mugged you off, Dave. Yeah, Did I've... you get a game attack? 
Mm. Mm. I did actually. Well, yeah, Surely my sky drive. <laughs> my sky drive is just a collection of well, technical fact. Technical fact. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Just capture all of it. Wonderful. Yeah, um, I, I've got a feeling you just you need to stop playing that as a multiplayer game. The only way you can get around that, and for anyone who's having this problem, is if you go into your set your all drive settings and change your server to a private match. Yeah. there'll be no one else in the game, but you can get by and but, just do. Then why? The what, what, but what's, I tried, the prob- what's the point in going online if you're going to be thing. playing private? Yeah. So I tried it. I feel like I'm losing but for, for levels of that importance then the, the only option May, is maybe but that's bad that's oh, bad terrible. I feel like I'm losing a significant part of the game oh, yeah. by choosing significant part of your life wow no it is a fun <laughs> game though it is fun I have grown to like it a lot mm-hmm. um, in the time that I've played it but it's just got these issues other game I've been playing a little bit I won't touch on it very long because it's amazing and it's getking even better as we go along I know, it's Skylander Swap Force. Oh, Dave. You say that. We gave it a 9 out of 10, Bratters. Dave. It's really good. Dave. And it looks, genuinely, it looks really good. It's kind of, it's not quite CGI level of quality, but it is, it's getting there. Okay, to be fair, I, my experience with Swap Force particularly is, is limited. I still see Skylanders as, I just hate the idea of it. It seems like that. that. <laughs> They're blocking off. They block off content so that you pay quite a lot of money for these plastic toys. And well, the genius behind it is that they've got away with on disc DLC for about five years, mm. well, and no one has called them out on it. I think plenty of people called them out, and it's just that they—that's not their target market. Well, that's, that's the business model. The fact that Don't you get a little plastic about... toy to go along with it. I genius. Yeah, can't feel sorry though, can you? Because there's a choice to have kids, isn't it? So, it all comes to buy back. Your kids, Skylanders. If you if you've had children, then you should have to buy Skylanders. It's your <laughs> fault. Okay, so, I see. I see your point now. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah. Every time I think of Skylanders, though, I just think the Pokemon Company must just be sitting there thinking, "Oh well, my I, god, why did Nintendo build?" build one of those Sorry, near field communication off. things into their gamepad and then proceeded to do absolutely Nothing. bugger all with it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did the cuz they did a Pokemon was it Rumble? Rumble U? Rumble, yeah, that's yeah. It. Does that use I think a it does, thing? It does to some extent, doesn't it? I, I haven't played it, but oh, it's just, they they they've definitely approached that idea before, but Yeah. Yeah, they it, it's nothing compared to Skylanders. I, I don't know, there's something what, what do you is it a good game underneath all of all It is of a good the, game. Particularly this last one. It's good. It's a lot better than the previous two. So even without the Swapping element, it's fun. Like uh, without, I don't, really without the... I don't really care much for the soft swapping element. But surely it just becomes very expensive because of that. Or, or are you playing what with? What do you a... mean expensive? Because you're having to buy toys. new mo- models to. You don't have going. to buy new models to do it to progress. It's all I think there. Disney Infinity is what you're looking at because Disney Infinity does genuinely lock off content where oh, yeah. well, you need well, I mean, you, you need the parts of the so does so does Skylanders to an extent. You can't off. complete the entire game. You can't see every part of the game without. No, you buying can't. It locks, you out, it locks you out of yeah. bonus areas and it prevents... And in those bonus areas that, are that just, new hats, which it, are just modifiers. I would drive me mad. I know it shouldn't, but I, I just... It, it's the same with um, when, when a lot of games add microtransactions. It's very hard for me to look past the idea that at every turn they're going to try and introduce something that makes me want to purchase. I agree, I agree. I, I, because of that, it just turns me off the idea completely. And the I, one I thing... I think, I think the one thing that rubs it in a little bit is that part of the collectibles are the, I can't remember what they call them, but they're these little purple symbols and you collect them and as you go over them, it's like, would you like to preview this new character? Oh, yeah, they do oh. the trailers for basically them, yeah. an in-game advert for so, another toy. <laughs> that is really clever though, isn't it? Fucking yeah, hell. of course it is. Oh. Um, but it, no, this last one, it is a good game. It's more of a platformer now than the old ones where it's got a jump button 
and uh, it feels a bit more like an old school kind of platformer with these RPG elements. You can level them up, you can build up your resources, and you can buy upgrades and things Wait, like that. So the old games didn't have a jump button. No, no, no. no. no it was more of a like it was a more basic like a Diablo, Diablo thing, line. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Whereas this is a little bit more towards the kind of realms of maybe Crash, not Crash Bandicoot. That's probably a wrong example, but more closer to that than they ever were. Mm. Um, I, I just really like it as a certain. I hate using that word. It has a certain charm. charm. It's oozing charm. charm. Um, and yeah, it's just very enjoyable. If I was a kid, yeah, growing then, up with that, then your parents would. I'd probably look back on it like I look back on Crash Bandicoot and Spyro now. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It, 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 that would be my. Yeah, I, I. Oh man, I would love a proper Spyro game again. I'd love a proper Crash Bandicoot. See, and I know people keep going, oh, Sony's doing a Crash Bandicoot. Uh, I'm not sure they are. I don't know for sure, but I don't. But he was on the signpost in that trailer. Yeah, yeah. but Activision came out and said they still own the license, yet there's still these rumours that Sony's doing something yeah, but with Ryu it. was also driving the, ca- the cabs. So yeah, that was weird. You have to wonder if they'd... It'd be mad if they got an exclusive Street Fighter. <laughs> I think it was just a heritage thing. Yeah, I think it was I just, think, let's talk to our well. partners and who wants to put their characters yeah. in there. But that's but, not how the internet works. We like to get excited about yeah, yeah. Speculation. Sandbox. Well, forget that, though. Forget those games. Forget all of them. I've remembered another game they actually did play. I didn't just remember. Was it within the last ten years? Can you talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about it. Or is it a game that's really good? Brattas will also pitch in. It's the novelist. The novelist, sure. Uh, I've never heard of this game. So I played it. it. it, Do you want to, for those who haven't haven't seen it, we did do a little video, but it's... So, it's like an interactive story. Yeah, it's it's a very basic game wrapped around an interactive story where a family of three, so the parents and a young son, move into a summer house um, for the season while the dad, can, the novelist, can work yeah. on his next book, which he's really struggling to write. He's got writer's block. And you Is play, this just Alan Wake? Um, if it was anywhere near as good as Alan Wake, <laughs> but you play a ghost, who a benevolent ghost. You're not like you know haunting them who has to help them out with their life choices. And each of the three characters are at different stages in their lives. So the wife is a frustrated artist. And she's all, they, they, they've all got problems. I mean, the marriage is yeah, kind of on the rocks and, at and the beginning the as well. Not development trolls, but he's behind in class. Yeah, right. And so you have to, so you sneak around the house by moving from light fitting to light fitting, because if they see you, they become, obviously they become suspicious and, you have to work out what the game calls compromises for characters. So you, the basic gameplay is they walk around the house doing whatever. You go around the house looking for notebooks. Looking for all their shit. Yeah, <laughs> or even into their memories and reliving them to find out what's, what's haunting them. Mm. And then at the end of the chapter, you get to choose which of the three characters has their desires met, essentially. So say the little boy who's feeling left alone by his parents' marital troubles... He's feeling isolated. He might want to go to the beach. This is what you asked me about the other day. I just thought it was a life question that you were asking me. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I, my, part of my game was based on... You said, on what would you do? Yeah. yeah. You thought that was a random question. I, I thought this was something you were going through in your home life. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought he turned I to you I whether or not I should drink person. a bottle of wine with my wife or yeah. play with my child. Dave, I'm not married. I don't have a kid. Oh, shit. And also, first <laughs> the person right to ask for advice right is you. <laughs> <laughs> about marital advice. Actually, I'm the go-to person for that sort of thing. <laughs> but, it, you know, so that's really cool. But it's the kind of, there's no, the game itself, they always describe the house as being massive. They're like, I can't believe we've got this big house for the summer at such a reasonable rate. The house has two bedrooms. It has about six rooms total. Yeah, and, like and the whole game rooms. is based in there. Yeah, and what? the game plays the same every chapter, apart from like kind of uh, vignettes at the end of each chapter where you are in the past and you know that because it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. And you can check other people's memoirs. Um, 
that kind of feed into a larger story, but never really explain it, give it some colour, as it were. Yeah, you just you go. Oh, just now, I look at a notebook. Now I have to find the clues. And uh, sounds like I, a supernatural I, come down with me. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> uh, it's it, like Casper meets The Sims. But you know, gone ho- so gone home is in some way like uh, that, that's what ways, I think. Dramatically that's, similar. I think that's gone, what a lot of people are linking it to. But gone home plays like a game mm-hmm. and people moaned about how gamey it was like the progression like oh there's a locked door in your own house but that but that house was massive and there was loads of other things going on in the house and it was like resident evil bioshock without the gun essentially the way you move around yeah as, so this doesn't have that you're just in the same five or six we've we've gone home it's it, it's a game that takes you in a, like a quite a you, you don't have much choice. It's a, it's a linear direction. You, the choice comes in which rooms you go into first, pretty much, like, mm. and how you explore. Whereas Always go left. That's, that's Paul, always, always Paul good Brannigan role. told me this in 1993 when he played Wolfenstein and I was lost playing Wolfenstein. If in doubt, always go left. <laughs> okay? So there you go. I, see, I don't trust that advice anymore because I think so many developers have heard that anecdote that... They now think, you know what, screw them, we'll go right. But anyway, I know, I, I know what you mean. I think, to be honest, we've chatted about this a little bit. I think we both have the same problems with the game aspect of it. It's, it's not a good game, um, but those decisions and the story around it, I, I enjoyed and I got something from. But the game stuff, like the, the fact that you, you have to sneak around the house, you have the options to either play in stealth mode, which is that, or story mode where you can walk around freely and it doesn't matter if you're seen. I think the story mode is a hell of a lot better, better. Yeah. um and the game the game aspect of it is gets very repetitive the idea mm. that you have to keep every time there's like three things that you'll need to find for each character so yeah. it'll be a notepad a drawing and something else and that just if you but when, by once you've got to the end of the game you're rattling through it because you just know exactly mm. how that's going to play out i not much for that at all but i thought i found making those decisions really tricky and i it was it was a little bit cliche in some aspects, but I, I enjoyed it. And it's I, the Shining, basically, but without the violence and the meltdown. Actually, yeah, isn't the Shining like a yeah, very, it's, very it's similar shining, setting? But in a much smaller house, and uh, say it's in my review, which we're going up this afternoon. But yeah, it's the Shining in a much smaller house, but without the payoff of him going mad. <laughs> imagine, uh, so imagine the Shining as they arrive. Then imagine the recut, so it's like three minutes long. They arrive, they're in two rooms, and then it just ends like that trailer that was made with uh, that Peter Gabriel song. Have you seen that? Uh, the recut trailer for the show. Oh, right, yeah, it's yeah. It's like meant to be a family kind of Everything drama. goes all right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I still think it's worth checking out if, if you're... It's like narrative-driven games, like yes. properly narrative-driven games. I just... I, yeah, I think I think the game is very much a kind of wrapping for it, and uh, yeah. I, I, just get gone home. Just get gone home. Yeah, that's, mm. that, that's probably very cool. Yeah, fair enough. Well, then I think that wraps up uh, our video games of this week, right? No. Do you want to talk about Papers Please a bit more, Dave? I can see it. I can see the burning desire for more Papers Please conversation in your eyes. But we'll uh, <laughs> we'll move on regardless. Anything in the news canon this week? Oh, God, really? Uh, yeah. Well, I haven't been asked that for a while. No. Although there have been... <laughs> nothing. There have been people having problems with uh, Walking Dead overnight, trying to redeem, trying to authenticate their yeah. keys oh, with Telltale servers. None of us had the chance to play it yet, but I'm, I'm about to after this podcast, so I'm very, very excited about and it. Brad's yeah. review will be going up later today. Yeah. Will it really? It will. Yes. Wow. Season, season two. I'm, oh, man. We're all going to stand behind you and judge your decisions that mm. you make in the game. I still yeah. haven't gotten around to finishing season one. I did spoil the ending for you, if you did. So you did. Shouldn't we talk about the opening of season two, episode one, where if you are coming at it from another... Yeah, this so is... say you've played through on Xbox 360, I think Brad's did this, and yes. then you want to play it on PC, and because it's uh, on Steam earlier, we do want to play on mm-hmm. PC to get a review up as quickly as we can, then... 
unfortunately, you yeah. You can't make any of the choices. Yeah, like Mass Effect. It, 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 it like automatically... There's no, there's no book, kind of... No. It automatically searches for your past save file mm. and I, we didn't have one on the PC I'm using. So it, it just says uh, we... Uh, we can't find one. Your decisions have been randomly generated, which I kind think that's of, a shame. Which it's it's a massive shame. It yeah. strikes me as the fact that there aren't going to be a hell of a lot of links back to season one. I don't know yet, but I think if they'd made a big effort for there to be loads of references to your decisions, then they would have had a tick box because it's not that can't be difficult to implement because it's no, it would literally be so. A or B. Um, mm. The choices aren't that complex in season one. Let's be honest. No, no. So save the child or save the man. Exactly. I remember laughing when I first saw that. It's like they're next to each other. <laughs> I can say, but no, yeah, no, one or the other. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that will play out. And you know what? I, the, when I look back at it, without going into any into too many spoilers, I, I don't think um, it will. It, it hasn't disappointed me as much as say when people were having with Mass Effect. People having problems with the Mass Effect saves crossing over. That would have really upset me because mm. I felt. That story was coming up to its end and everything, but um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I, that so has this issue been fixed, though, Dave? Uh, they claim it has. They yeah, so that's has, if you haven't bought it on Steam, then you, you might be having it, troubles. If you bought it through Telltale's website or certain third parties like Green Man Gaming, they they give out keys that you redeem on Telltale's site, and it's just having the servers are struggling to authenticate it. That's what it sounds this like. This is this is why Steam is the overlord of us all, isn't it? Yeah, although it's it sounds a sh- like a shame that they can't. The, the, through their own website they've been having problems as well yeah the way Telltale's responded I, I mean there was one comment from them where they said we won't be giving out Steam keys as a replacement and it's like I'm, it's probably not the best thing to tell people right now because you're just going to frustrate them yeah, even more that, by I mean that that's the sort of thing where actually having someone speaking and not just text mm. means a lot more because inferring meaning out of text like mm. they probably just meant that as a <laughs> in that tone of voice they were like yeah. we're not <laughs> we're, you know we're not going to do that sorry <laughs> I was going to do that really to, voice. we're not giving out steam keys we're not dog. giving out yeah. steam yeah. keys to anyone <laughs> talking dog, of dog, bugs dog, dog. and zombies <laughs> ah, I know what you're going to talk about something else I'd like to talk about briefly because I don't know a lot about it to mm-hmm. be honest is Daisy. And, and and as a broader theme I think it's worth talking about this week has been crazy for early access games have you seen on steam five out of the ten Top selling games at one point this week were all early access. Were they really? Yeah. So there's. See, there's I Daisy, have an issue with early access. Uh, Rust, there is um, Wasteland 2. I don't, yeah, Wasteland 2 beat him. Um, yeah, so you've got. An, you, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's an issue or it's just one of these things where. So the situation with Daisy riled me up a little bit because okay. this was a game that's been out for years as a mod. Mm hmm that was announced, I think it was August last year, they announced it was coming as standalone. Yeah, they've already delayed it. And they dated it to come out, I think it was November of last year. So initially they had a, a schedule of like, I don't know how long they've been working on it before August, but from announcement to release, it was like, what, three or four months? Mm-hmm. It was then delayed, and they were like, mm, don't know when it's going to happen. It's now out, yep. but it's out. It's, I haven't, it's I haven't out, played it. It's going out in early access. Yeah, I, it's out on early access now. I haven't played it. I don't know what it's like, but the, the warnings all over that Steam page are basically going, don't yeah, buy well, this well, game. I, I played it last night on the stream, actually. And unless you know, unless you will accept that it is buggy. Yeah, and when you load up the game, every time you load up the game, you, the, a, a box comes up saying, this is early access, please understand there's going to be bugs, so, might crash, yeah, okay. That's bad enough. What I think, is it? What I think then takes the piss is then they go, you've paid 20 quid for this. Mm-hmm. It's not even going to hit beta until at least a year from now. Yep. What? what? I don't get that model. See, I I, I understand your frustration with it, but if they're being open about it from the beginning... But they don't need to fix it. Why does it matter? They've got your 20 quid. For all you know, that 20 quid's gone now. It won't be fixed. 
But they because the Daisy mod was never fixed. It, I, and in fact, that, it got worse. As, I a lot, yeah. No, I, I I'll agree that um, certain early access games, the development on them seems to drag on like crazy. Maybe the incentive does go to an extent, but it's all a matter if, of trust. And unfortunately, I'm a bit of a cynic. And, and, and that's fine that's absolutely fine then, then this model works for you don't buy it until it comes out no absolutely so absolutely what? and I won't buy it but the point is is that it's there available for £20 and I know that people will say well the problem's with Battlefield 4 and that's 40 50 quid, and that's still essentially in beta form but, 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 and, but and I and I they don't come out and say there's a different message coming from I know the I know there. I know and I can understand obviously I understand the frustrations on both both sides it's just for this to be 20 quid and then for them to say, we know it ain't going to be ready for, for at least a year. It just sounds crazy. Like, But without that, it wouldn't be ready for a year and the people that want to play it now wouldn't be able to play it. If you don't want to play it until it's got a final version, then don't... Right, but don't, don't charge the asking price for why not? it when it's not finished. Why not? Because then they'll lose... They'll, they've, don't say... I say, if you want to play it now, it's fiver. And then if you want to upgrade to the full game when it's ready, another 15 Yeah, but people, people might not. People might burn themselves out over the next six months and then not want to pay the full, full version. Ad. Exactly. So they've burnt themselves out and the game's not finished. Yeah, and that's why I think it's cheeky. It, I don't think that, that the fault for that lies with the developer or the publisher. I, I think, think it does. I think that's your decision as a consumer. Well, obviously everyone has the right to go, I, I, I want to accept I, that. I don't want to accept that agreement. But I think it's a dangerous model that I think could become... It, no, it is. If, if, if people start looking at it and don't realise that from the get-go, and one of the... If it's accepted one of the this things, time, if it's accepted this time, there's nothing to stop it creeping out further and to bigger publishers. Yeah, and it's... Or, nothing, you know. Let's be honest, if, if five of the top-selling games on the biggest exactly. um, distributor on the PC are early access, then people who aren't familiar with early access are going to start seeing this as, oh, I can play um, there is know, obviously, Daisy There is obviously demand There is a danger it. there. Yeah. But I, I just, honestly, I think as long as you're open about it and as long as you go into it with the right impression and it's made very clear to you that what you're buying isn't a finished product and it might not be for a year, that's, I, I think that's fine. And it gives people, if you, people want to play it now, that's why they've bought it. So I, I think we're, I don't think we're losing anything here, I think that, that that's a benefit for everyone. The developers get to fund their development um, using this over the next twelve months. And I know, but that's the thing. It. You know what I'm like. like. I don't agree necessarily with all the, a lot of these kickstarters. I don't agree that the the consumer should be the one funding the product. But they, it's made very clear to them from the beginning. That's what they're doing. It, it, no, I know it, that. I know, but it's, it's never really. So you you because you don't agree with it, you're taking the choice away. Whereas I think because you disagree with it, you shouldn't take part in it. And it's that's, not necessarily that's that, where it ends. It's not necessarily that I'm arguing that the choice should be taken away and that this shouldn't happen. It's that the bigger picture, I think, is very dangerous for the, but, potentially very dangerous. Yeah, for the industry. I, there are there are going to be companies, and there have been companies that are going to take advantage of that. You know what happened with free to play? When free to play started getting accepted. People ran away with that and took the mm. piss. And still are. The <laughs> problem yeah. with the, the Daisy thing is that you always have, especially if, if they're a smaller team or the team has complete autonomy on the project, is that the project will run long. And it, you know, I mean, you know, obviously Daisy, I don't think will be as bad, but Daikatana is, if you've read Masters of Doom, there's just moments where in every, every year, um, John Romero would see new technology and think, that has to go in. Start again. Duke Nukem is another game. George Brassard, same sort of thing. And I think when you've got one guy so heavily associated with the game is Dean Hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's and I've been I was on his Twitter feed uh, yesterday. That's right, Dean. I was, on <laughs> I was watching but, um, everything, Dean. But I just, you know the reaction to the game was was really good. And I was going through um, his Twitter feed and he had this picture and it was of a shell in the car in a production plant. He said, "I wouldn't sell you this." 
Um, so police but that's the thing. I... But at the same time, is that he like so it did a hundred as reported it's done one hundred seventy two thousand sales Jeez. at twenty quid. Mm. Now, if and this is nothing to say anything about Dean Hall's character or anything, but if you're getting that for the alpha, then you, there's a chance that you might think, well, we'll keep on going until it's perfect. And the games are mm. never perfect. Mm. So I can't remember who it was. So I apologise, but the thing that quotes something like, games are never finished, they're just shipped. And there's a potential, if you're doing early access and Kickstarter, and Double Fine have been guilty of this as well, of just taking the dollars, and now you've got the financial security, then you just Take keep a, on running yeah. and running. No, and that's the, the thing, like, there'll, there'll be... There'll be so it is dangerous. I'm not, again, they're not saying that Daisy will turn out like that, but I think if it was adopted... In a large exactly. Scale. There are certain people that I have more faith in than others, and mm. I think Dean Hall is one of these that will live up to his promise, and I think he will mm. deliver a good product in the end. And same with Minecraft, like yeah. that. Well, it was a similar model back then, mm. and that worked out just fine. But I think, <laughs> yeah, just fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you know, if this starts to get adopted much wider, mm. then that yeah. is an issue. Yeah, and it takes the pressure off. It takes the, the pressure to succeed off because, like you say, they've got the financial security where they can sit back and say, "Well, we'll push it back a little bit further." Whereas there's, there's no yeah, need for that crunch to... The definitely the games get released is because someone in the old publisher... Is standing there with a gun. Someone goes, get that fucking thing off yeah. my slate right now. I, mm. on, on the flip side, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to seem like I'm disagreeing with you because I think all these points fucking are very valid. But, so on, on the flip side, there is, there is also the idea that um, if you release something in early access when the game's still in development, it does in some ways allow your player base to interact with where that development's going so if people start playing daisy now and see something they really don't like and oh, they, yeah, they have course. changed some mechanics yeah. since it switched over the mod there is now the chance whilst it's still underground whilst it's still very easy to do or very accessible even um for people to come out and say can we change this and then the developer says all right then like that yeah. that's something that we we haven't had a lot of opportunity to do in the past and early access does but again, that's a case by case basis. Exactly. There'll be developers yeah. that just there's, don't care. There's a risk with that as well, though, because then you're you're yeah, you're, well, you're, you're getting you're paying them to become part of the development process, which remember, in essence yeah. is what the company should be paying people to. And do. And you've got no guarantee that'll happen. Of course, yeah. I, I think the gamer isn't always right. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. not. There's no, definitely wisdom, not. there's no wisdom in crowds when it comes to a mass market. Nobody, nobody's ever right. The no. developer's not always right, and it, it's weird. I think I think with a lot of these cases, with with uh, Kickstarter campaigns and with early access now being uh, a similar kind of idea. You are like you. You seem to have said already, like that. You're investing in the developer as much as the game. You've got to trust the the people behind the game yeah. to know what you want. And I guess that that's the the weird situation where we're never we've never really had that before. When you go into when I was young and you go into like a game shop and pick a game off the shelf, you don't know who's behind that. You need to yeah. with, with early access. You've got a direct link with the developers now, and that's gonna it's gonna well, change how become games the publisher. Come out. We've spoken about this on the podcast before. We've become the publisher. We're the ones funding it and putting our faith in and a product that will deliver. There, but are, there are a hell of a lot of positives and a hell of a lot of negatives. I agree. And I don't, and think, I don't think there's any clear-cut answer at the moment. It's mm. all way too early to sort of judge it either way. I mean, this is just an early concern of mine, really, you know. So on a slightly related note, sure. talking of DayZ, considering how long it's been... How has nobody come along in that time frame and gone one better and yeah. gone here's our game? I know was it the Wars that what, tried it? And I, but, I was kind of worried that um, in some ways, and I don't know if this is true, Wars might have had a negative effect on a negative impact on Daisy sales because it could have done. It, well, it, I think, it tarnished the idea, if not the game. Well, there was massive hype for Daisy about twelve months ago, huge and, hype, and it seemed like they dropped the ball for a bit by delaying it for so long. Yeah. I mean, obviously, 
the sales, it's done very well. But I imagine if... Fucking hell, what was he? I can't believe how blatant of a copy that was. I know, but... And that was shit copy as well. I mean, it's been... Daisy was popular for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that no one else has come out and gone, In, we're yeah. working on a game similar to this, surprises me. I mean, I'm kind of glad, because it's good that people aren't just ripping off other people's ideas. But You've got to kind of... The, I think you're right, Dave, and I think... That there's the problem where you might just miss it. You might miss the zeitgeist. Like zombie yeah. games are massively in, and then, but what if the, what if the wind, you know, changes? I mean, yeah. I mean, in as a kind of analog in film, like in in the sixties, fifties, and sixties, like you know, people were like, right, we're going to do mu- musicals, were massive, we do musicals, and then suddenly they started dropping all this dollar on the big musicals, and everyone and, went, and then there's a crash. There are, went, and, what the you know, and that's and it's not exactly the same, but it's. Yeah. If Dean Hall and, and Co are sitting there and they've got the money now and they're like, great, we're securing the funding, and then they just go, mm, now we'll drag it out. And you see ga- games do that all the time. They just, but then maybe that's why this model is clever. They've got the money now yeah, before because, the crash yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah and uh, you, but, you've got like, whereas there are games that are, the, the Elder Scrolls Online is coming up eventually, and you know that's based on an MMO, MMO idea that was very different. I think you the know, Old Republic five years is ago. an example of that. When it, so if the Old Republic had come out like a certain amount of time before, it would have been gigantic. But mm. they were like, right, we're on the coattails of WoW, essentially. So let's, let's do something. Let's spend an infinity billion dollars making. And then and it they changes. And everyone went, cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. isn't it? I'll but, be very intrigued to see how Elder Scrolls does because that whole model seems to be dying. Yeah, but then we model. say that Final Fantasy... Realm Reborn seems to be doing a lot and, better for Square than they... And WoW's doing was. a hell of a lot better than it was. That, that fall is... It's not. It's not a plummet anymore, is it? Mm-hmm. It's. It's a graceful. It's like a falling leaf a falling from a tree. Um, it's yeah. odd. It's odd because I've never really. I'm not an MMO guy, and I've, I've always got the opinion that Elder Scrolls Online is the one that people kind of sneer at a little bit. Like it's the game that they didn't really want an Elder Scrolls Online game to yeah, be. I is think that, that, is that yeah, I think that's fair or? enough. People. People have have pined after in a multiplayer. Elder Scrolls game for a long time, but I don't think this is. But not like that. Yeah. Not, they, they want it. Not, they want. Um, Oblivion or um, Skyrim with their mate next to them. Dude, I want it. So in Morrowind, I've got a house full of loot that I've collected mm. from the entire game. I want to be able to take people into the house and go, look at all that loot. Now, piss off. I always wanted... <laughs> that's, that's all I need. Look at all these heads yeah. rolling around. Loads of them. I always wanted a multiplayer Resident Evil game, which actually ended up when I was thinking as a kid. That Operation Raccoon City. A, a bit like Outbreak. Mm. But Outbreak was absolutely unplayable and, and had no online functionality in the first game in the UK. And yet, the, so the next time they tried it, obviously, again, everything had shifted from that survival horror, kind of that slow pace into action and then Operation Raccoon City came out. So I think developers have to be aware that things will shift underneath them. And I, but I do think you're right, is that there's so much more engagement now than there used to be. And this is going on for years. I'm not saying like two years ago. I'm talking when I was playing games when I was a kid. And what you were saying, Brad, is when you walked into a shop and you saw Splatterhouse 3 and you went, Splatterhouse 2 is pretty good. Mm. And you bought it fucking rubbish. <laughs> you know, you just had, you had trusted your gut or maybe Mean Machine Sega and that was that. But yeah. now you can talk to the man who made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's to, be, to kind of bring it back to the zone point. I think that's really admirable when you can say, look, here's 20 quid, I'll, I'll play it. But at the same time, it terrifies me that everything's so open yeah. in a way because you just don't want everyone in yeah, there Yeah, it's, it's more like, that. it's not, it's like, 20, here's 20 quid, please make that game um, that you said you're going to. There yeah. you are, please. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we seem to be uh, going on a little bit long here. So <laughs> should we rattle through some uh, 
podcast questions. Yeah, can we have some funny ones? Uh, Go. Okay, right, well, we've been see. a bit serious. Can okay. We okay, okay. Yeah, okay. let's let's you know uh, talk about cliffhanger again. <laughs> right. So what have we got here? Awesome. Every Van Damme film ever made. Oh, um, Kojima said he'd love Kickboxer this morning. Did he? So really? made him yeah, cry. So I saw that. Tweet. Made, it made him cry. <laughs> oh, oh, that's amazing. It. Getting ground zeros. Getting two copies. <laughs> Okay, Mark Robertson on Twitter, known as Lithium Project, asks, what did you ask from Santa? Dave, what did you ask from what Santa? I asked from Santa. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think, I, I think I, I've I got... I want to know what you thought of when you laughed just then. <laughs> yeah, it was what definitely was something rude. It wasn't it? from Santa that I asked for. <laughs> oh. But uh, Yeah, I, I got really boring, man. Like, I, I'd quite like a new wallet. That's not a Christmas a present. A wallet? That's like... It's a utility. I, I want something <laughs> exciting. It's functional. It's a utility. utility. It's like, da- oh. like a Batman belt. <laughs> I, I would ask. quite like to see... I'd like a Batman belt, actually. That would be marvellous. With, with the wallet attachment. Yeah. yeah. I would quite like to see Carl Pilkington's new little TV series. The Moaning uh, of Life? Yeah, is that any good? Uh, Watch the first episode was really good, uh, where he, he went to get um, uh, an arranged marriage in mm. uh, India, I believe. Really no, good. Also, though, I, I've got a few games that I have on my little Christmas list that yeah. I have. Um Christmas always... T- Didn't seems you have t- all of the games already? Well, you say that, but I don't have any Nintendo games. Yeah. Christmas is always the perfect Nintendo time. Yeah, that is very... So I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully trying out Mario 3D I World. Just, that, that goes quite well into a, a question from... Cross questions here, shit. I've lost it already, haven't I? Uh, Pete Electro asks, uh, what's your go-to Christmas game with family members or friends? Oh. And I guess Nintendo is a pretty Papers, solid please. staple there. Papers, Papers, please. With, with my children. <laughs> oh, psych. Oh, no, I don't have any children. Oh. No. Um, that you know your of. Your choice. Oh. That's your choice. It is. It's my choice, it man. It's my choice. Merry Christmas, Steve. I'm pregnant. I'm gonna... <laughs> Dave. <laughs> It's not mine. <laughs> oh my god! It's yours, Brad. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happening. For a yet. while, my game was always Wii Sports. I'd bring the Wii Actually, over, yeah. and uh, yeah, my, my yeah, my family's not band, very game centric. Yeah. yeah, Rock Band. Rock yeah. Band. Okay, man, back in the day, SingStar and the dance mats. I'm not sure I want to sing with my family unless I'm really drunk. Then again, it's Christmas, I guess. Yeah. So mm. the last game, Christmas is fall. Yeah, yeah, the last game so. my family played together was Hook on the Mega Drive. That was it. It was the oh, last man. game we played. Brad, have, have they you, hate games. Have you ever got drunk and gone horse riding while drunk? Because you have a lot of horses. <laughs> what a weird... Why, why do people need game. to know that? Is it illegal? Yeah. Like driving, drink driving <laughs> what, is illegal. What, a license plate I, on its arse? Can, if you're drunk riding... On, if I, I imagine it's illegal if you're on the road, yeah. I, also, no, I haven't. You don't have a registration. Yeah. This is your car. Did you, did you drive? <laughs> nay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> nay, 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 it is not. Off on the passenger seat. Oh, no, wait. Can't we just did a knee joke? It started as, well. as a joke. <laughs> Fucking terrible. It started as a joke. And you saw the police serious. coming, and you could just hop off the horse and go, well, this horse just, you know, is going out for a walk, and I accompanied it. Yeah. <laughs> Officer. He's off his tits. Officer, look. Yeah. This, horse is, this horse was driving the horse. I was um, not, I was in the. Because presumably. You guys should never be allowed near animals. The horse would still have complete of control of itself. <laughs> oh, God. Like a car can't think for itself. The car does what you tell it. Yeah, man, I, a saw horse... the, I saw Night Rider, the things were up all the time. Oh, I'm yeah. so sad. Can we move on? But Can we on please like move the horse wouldn't swerve back and forth. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Back like you would in a car. Have you ever ridden a horse on a public road whilst drunk? Well, not necessarily on a not, public road. I'm not officer. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about in your private fields? Yeah. Well, I've never been drunk and on a horse. Your no. Private fields. <laughs> and sorry, I. 
I'll try and remedy that this Christmas. Shocking. Okay. Um, Shocking. I right. feel bad about my glue joke now. I'm really no, sorry. You made a glue joke, I you did. fucking <laughs> asshole. Um, okay, well, let's see. Right. We've got here. What do you see the trackpad being used for on the PlayStation 4? Because at the moment, it seems like a fancy back slash select button. Says sorry, Steve say Carter. that again. The, the, the uh, trackpad. The trackpad on the PlayStation 4 controller. I've always thought that. I, that's the only game I've used it in. I always thought the trackpad was shit. I think it's a bit sh- yeah. shit so far, but it, in, in Killzone, you use it basically because there isn't enough buttons on the controller mm. for the... Yeah. It's basically another D-pad because yeah. it's up I like left, it. right, down. It's better to have it there than not. I think it'll work yeah, really probably. well in an RTS game. If an RTS game yep. came, because exactly. that way you act as a mouse. It's and just a mouse pointer, isn't it? You know, it? Mouse, yeah. you know what? Yeah, and actually, yeah, moving around on the map would be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, to, apparently you can do it in Assassin's Creed. To be fair, the fact that we haven't seen it on many PlayStation 4 games... I, it's not something we should move about too much because it's better than them just shoehorning it in like fucking connect on have you seen have you played Dead Rising 3 of course you have mm. you're crazy <laughs> I, I yeah it, I know what's that I about I reviewed it no oh uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, like every every boss fight, the same voice command. What does that do? It basically, it's like a taunt. So you oh. you shout, "You're crazy," and it's always "You're crazy." Do you have to. No, but mm. it, it makes the boss fights. If you want to do a taunt, you have to do it. I hate connect. I despise it. And I, Dave, do you know what? You're always giving it the big one about how you're going to get Xbox One. Always giving it the and big one. And then you said, Dave, and I'm pointing now. I don't usually point because I think it's rude, but I'm no. going to point. Let's all point. Let's all point at Dave, even Dave if you're listening. Dave is afraid Dave. to get changed in front of his Kinect sensor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, the be- but keeping that in there is the behaviour of a psychopath. I tell you, because the party system is so fucked on that thing, I'm often worried that I've accidentally enter the party and someone can see me through connect do you have nightmares about this (laughs) i was lying there in bed the other day because my uh, my girlfriend's the bed is in front of the television in front of connect and i was lying there thinking it's just popped up about a party (laughs) invite am i in that party now i don't know because people can just join you if if, it automatically puts you in a party and people can join your party from what i understand of it and i'm like what is what can people see yeah now i'm i know it's nothing i know it's nothing but uh, yeah part of me does think do you know know, yeah how how do do you know know, dave yeah do you know about snowden well you can't unless you're in like skype the mountain wings (laughs) but i do i I worry there are so many people out there that don't realize that connect is picking up their voice while they're playing a game Yeah. yeah need for speed is just people talk it's just Dogs barking and people talking to their kids. <laughs> people telling their mums they don't want dinner yet. I've yeah. heard all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I can't believe you, there's not a notification at any point during the setup. Listen, so. I don't, don't, don't want to be a dick, but you're, uh, you're currently broadcasting yeah. during this game. Yeah. I want to keep it down. The most annoying thing, though, is when it echoes the bloody game volume. The game oh, volume. God, yeah. That is, and because you, most people have Connect next to their TV, yeah. it's very, very it's easy to supposed to, to go. That's where it's supposed yeah. to go. But I do, and I don't know how you mute people anymore. Oh, it's, it's really complicated. You don't understand this new time. Xbox world. I can't game. get my head around it. I do oh, love bring it back menu. the old interface. I do like it for menu navigation, only because the menu navigation in the Xbox is so fucked up that trying to do it with a controller is nearly impossible. You try and find your settings. I'm not sure I like that. Any... I think that's just you've you've, you've no, had to do a, it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a solution to a problem. It's, yeah, that, that's yeah. not a great way to yeah, describe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it, a UI built around this, voice. This user interface provided many solutions to mm-hmm. its own problems. Yeah, yeah that's very yeah. good, very good, cool. It's just what Microsoft's always done. Windows 8 was built around touch device. No one wanted a bloody touch screen. Now this is built around voice commands. No one wants to use their voice. <laughs> just give us back normal bloody inputs. You're right, I mate. did it the other day where... Okay. No, um, I'm not actually. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> I tried because you know me, I was looking forward to Xbox. <laughs> you were, and for yeah, so many were. months I thought... It'll be all right in the end. No. It's going through a rough patch. <laughs> uh, tried, but no, they fucked you, it. Told you. No, I tried showing off the Connect 
for my mum. I was saying, because I was watching a film. I said, oh, no. uh, I pressed pause. Classic I said, error. Because I, I, you can't say, I couldn't tell her what the command was nope. to play the film. So I said, just tell it to start. But just say the name mm. of the console at the beginning. And she said, Xbox start. It wouldn't play it, obviously, because she didn't say play. But interpreted it as Xbox stop, and it booted me to the main menu. Brett, yeah, I, I lost, I lost roles made, in the film. You made the, the classic error there. Never, ever try and show off voice commands to other people, because know, you, yeah. it, some, something happens in the universe that will guarantee that whatever you're showing will not work. Like, yeah, if, of course, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what else. Trying to turn the console on uh, when you, someone walks in and try to say, Xbox on. Mum, you've seen this Please, new thing on my iPhone, it's, it's really good, and then <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't work and you're yeah. really embarrassed and look like oh. a bit of a tear. Tell you what else I've done a couple of times, which is probably my own stupidity rather than the console's fault, but still, the fact that it happens is a pain in the ass. So, you have your main tile, right? If you're on the, the homepage of the dashboard. The, yeah, the pin or the... Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, if you're on your home, you have your main big thing, that's yeah, the app yeah. that you're in at the moment, mm. and then below that you have your four most recent and then what's in the disc tray. So, I'm there playing Need for Speed... And I thought, I'm going to check my achievements. So I scroll down, I push the home button, scroll down into my most recent, which is my achievements. Yep, this seems reasonable. And I accidentally don't press it far enough. And I press A and I load up FIFA. And suddenly I've lost my Need for Speed game and it's loaded up FIFA. I'm like, oh my God, Ah. (laughs) such a pain. You know when you put it in... It should say, are you sure you want to leave this game? Yeah. You know the thing where it says, if you restart the console, you can go straight back into your game and continue where you left off. I've tried doing it with Forza and FIFA. And when you turn the console back on, FIFA fails to load where it was before. You know that thing where the game freezes? You know, like, if you pause the game and it does that panning shot of the the pitch and no player is moving, it will stay in that for ages and then boot itself. But it will say, fail to connect to servers. We need to restart this game in order for you to be able to load it. So, therefore, I lose the progress of the match that I was in. Forza did it where I I was in a race. I paused it. I closed the console. I went out for a little while, came back, restarted it, and it said, uh, same thing. Your driver task settings have changed or whatever. In order for you to be able to do it, you have to restart the game. So the, the thing, the concept doesn't work yet. It's all, it's all gone horribly wrong. That sh- and also, Dave, you know you're saying it should, when it should say you should leave, do you mm. want to do this? Mm. That's actually in Microsoft's own documentation. It's called confirmation of destructive actions. So they're breaking their own rules. God damn it. And that's, that's not Let's Let's all just go and play Papers, Please. Actually, before we go yes. and play Papers, Please, Dave, um, because Simon Miller isn't in... You're going to have to be the replacement for the Miller Instinct. I am so, the new um, Rocky. Right. I'm going to say. I'm going to say we will have recorded a jingle by the time this podcast goes up. So can I sing it? You guys. No, 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 We record the jingle outside the podcast. Oh, outside the podcast. Yeah. So just stop. The the jingle's about to begin. Oh, oh, oh! It's the Scammel Jam. So, are you ready, Dave? Are you ready for your Miller Instinct feeling question? Uh, this is quick fire. You don't know what this question is going to be. You're going to have to answer it. Have we come it. up with a proper name for this? Because obviously I'm not Miller. Okay, well, I was going to check this with you, but I quite like the Scammel Jam. Yes. Which is the Scammel Jam. Because... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make much sense, but all right. Yeah, but the Miller Instinct uh, does make quite a bit of sense, actually. Mm. Anyway, regardless, what's your favourite part of a Christmas dinner? Turkey. Turkey? No, no. stuffing. Oh, no, see? turkey. Stuffing. <laughs> what? This should, this should be called Notes on a Scammel. Actually, I tell you what, the favourite part of the Christmas dinner is the cold turkey and, uh, is it Isn't the Christmas dinner itself? Leftover sandwiches. Yeah. Leftover sandwiches. The favourite part of the Christmas, your Christmas dinner is not the Christmas dinner itself, but the aftermath. Yeah. Oh, the, man. The best part is when it, destroy it's it. over and you don't have to pretend to like anyone anymore. You can fuck off Steve, you're games. such an unhappy person. No, How long <laughs> after the meal before you leave and play your like games? Like seconds. Is it really? You just go. Oh, 
I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> still I'm just, chewing. The last, you know, forkful, I'm actually just, you know, just <laughs> oh, pop, pop it back over, essentially, you know, like a quarterback, you know, wide receiver, picks up the uh, fork. And Look, some off. of those words make See sense. See ya. Oh, Worst man. part, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah. never Who understood that. No one, no one, no everyone one. just pretends. It's, it's, it's this massive in joke that started a um, hundred years ago. Bet it no is. Although Although is the answer. We had our yes. Christmas dinner the other day, a little work Christmas dinner. Yep. Mm. Worst part of that was the pudding. I tell you what, what I didn't have one. They just didn't <laughs> give me one. I, I had yours, Steve, and you know what? What they call a Christmas pudding is a goddamn disgrace. But yeah, it was a disgrace. And then everyone, like a couple of people, had massive cheese boards. I was like, what? I don't think anyone cares about this. Um, you, can you have cheese as your dessert? It's all right, mate. It's okay. We'll, we'll go into this on a late. This can be a, a future... But no, seriously, that is quite weird, right? This can be in the uh, review it's of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do other Miller it. If there are listeners out there, let me know if you eat cheese for pudding. People, yeah, people do that. That's quite a well-known... What, like cheese, cheese strings cheese and shit like that? Cheese, cheese strings? Why did you go for cheese strings? Oh, you're an uncultured you just man. just get a can of cheese and then just do a whirl of it in the corner yeah, of the Yeah, like spray board. cheese. Oh, that's nice pudding. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, right. right back to we, the need to, we need to wrap this up. I need to go and play The Walking Dead. I need to just sit in a quiet room for a little while and think about what just happened. <laughs> and yeah, before we go, we'll just do one last shout out for the podca- podcast competition. You've still got until January, the date's on the forums. Uh, until next month to complete this. What do they but, have to do, Bratters? Well, it's Christmas, as you may be aware, Dave. Yes. And it's time to sell lots and lots of video games. Lots of video games. Who's selling video games? Uh, everyone. That's, that's what you do at Christmas. Sales. I'm not selling video anyway, games. Well, in this mythical world, in this competition, you are a person that sells video games. Ah, okay? I'm with you now. And so you're looking on at Envy with these terrible, terrible games like Skylander Swap Force, which have somehow convince people to buy all these plastic toys i've got loads <laughs> they've convinced you to buy these plastic toys dave dave is actually the target market market for this competition in some respects um and somehow you know that seems to have worked you think you need to do something better you need to do something more i've more, got an idea more evil more enticing than skylander swap force so a game that can be sold to the masses can be sold to dave and people like dave i've got one i've got one football you, game you, you want to know my idea you still can't enter the competition but someone can steal it. this is a winning entry right now okay go on pogs they're coming back i'm telling you right now Shit. this is happening it's not really an idea and now we no no I'm, I'm i'm on board with this so listen so listen so you collect the pogs collect them yeah collect yeah. the pogs so you'll need to buy lots of them won't you? yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you with connect or whatever your favourite oh, ridiculous camera of choice is, you can scan them in to the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then with your hand, I'm doing a motion right, right now. Right, okay. You slam them down with the slam power them. of with yep. connect. So it's like eye of judgment. Eye of judgment. Kind of. And you can play it online, and then whoever wins your pogs wins your pogs, and you can lose them, and you can be like this How do you online you, collection. You've still got the pog in your hand. No, because it's like Tron. It, it, it absorbs yes. into the game. Yeah. Or, yeah. They, or there's a little QR code or something on the actual physical pog, yeah. which renders that unusable oh, yes. round oh, of the game. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh. We're in. Fucking yes. Right, okay. Also, I'll that. tell you another idea. Pogs I the video game. How do we mic drop? Do we just unplug this and then just throw exactly. it? Exactly. Simlanders. Simlanders. Imagine right. the Sims. But in Skylanders. And you have like a little Barbie doll type sim. Right. right. Oh, this it's is like a get... physical Dave, sim. I know you too well. This is going to get creepy. This is going to get really and creepy. You, <laughs> you can buy accessories, physical accessories for your physical doll you want to... that have chips in them and it then scans them into the game. Dave wants and then to dress you build up a Barbie your... doll, which is absolutely fine. It's cool. That. It's no different than action men. is how I'm going to make my millions. Okay, well, you can't make it in this competition, but we appreciate your ideas and your inspiration nonetheless. That has been the Video Gamer UK podcast, and I would like to thank each and every one of you for listening. I'd like to thank Mr. Davis Gamble for joining me, Mr. Bert Phipps, and Mr. Steve the Burns Burns Burns. 
Thank you and goodbye. Just complete Bye. silence from the team there. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Au revoir. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>you go back through all the podcasts over the past 12 months <laughs> and just count how many times the words papers please fuck off have been mentioned fuck off no okay dogs I'm willing dogs to bet I'm fa- that's fair enough but papers please we've mentioned like three or four times I, I think in terms of sheer um, sheer volume shall we say we have talked about Dark Souls uh, Zelda mm-hmm. for good reason because you're playing through it and also Mario Kart yeah. I reckon and, and, I know, don't think papers I, please is anywhere near that list I think it will why, be. Why Mario Kart? I have a feeling that it will be. It's, it's the only game this time I can play. Oh, Should we talk more about papers, Mario, please? Mario I think we Kart's should. Let's do it. Okay. Thing.